Hi, everyone, and welcome to Avid Travel with Britton Frost. I, of course, am your host, Britton Frost. And today we are joined by one of our readers over on River Cruise Advisor, and her name is Di. And if you have been following River Cruising in the past few years, or maybe, you know, for a while now, you've definitely heard about water levels and the issue of water levels. And it's something that I talk a lot about on my podcast. It's something that we talk a lot about on the site. And I think a lot of people are kind of tired of hearing about water levels, but I know that a lot of people still have concern with water levels. So over on the water levels page on our website, which I will also, I will link in the description, um, there, someone found a chart that kind of showed Germany and you could find what city you were going to uh, that was on the river and they would tell you whether or not the water levels on the river were high or low um, and then you know or if they were optimal Um, and and so in that way people could kind of gauge how the water was going to be where they were going now that being said there's no real way to gauge because as we've learned in the past water levels can fluctuate from day to day. Some days there might be too little water to sail and then it rains and then you can sail the next day. So, I mean, you can take as many precautions as you want and you can use these charts to take precautionary measures. But in reality, I mean, there's still kind of nothing that you can really predict because we can't predict the future. So Di and I ended up talking about that chart that was on the water levels page on our site, but then she also found another chart So we're going to talk about both of those. And I do realize, you know, listening back to the podcast, this was a bit experimental. Um, I'll link the two charts in the description, but I am also going to link a video that I did explaining these um, because while I was able to follow this on the phone and I didn't really have a hard time, we weren't videoing, we weren't screen sharing. She was just kind of walking me through how to use these. Um, I'm not sure that everyone will will feel the same way. So I am going to link a video describing this as well. But Di kind of talks at first about how she came to the site, where she lives, what she does, and then we get into those charts. So we'll get into that in just a minute. I do have two pieces of cruise news though. Um, First off, we have Uniworld who has reduced the single supplement on a a select 2020 sailings, quite a few. Um, They have reduced the single supplement by 50%. So those looking to travel solo um, with Uniworld, it's a good time to do so. You can find an entire list of those sailings over on the blog at River Cruise Advisor, which is always linked in the description. And then we also have, this is more of an ocean cruise news, but I'm going to include it anyway. So Quasi Europe, which is a French owned river cruise company has now there, they took Silver Discover, um, which is a silver sea ship and renamed it. Um, And they're going to offer sailings um, actually in quite a few places, uh, the Red Sea to the Mediterranean, Abu Dhabi to Muscat and India and Sri Lanka. So, um, I will have not posted the full list of itineraries over on Avid Cruiser, but I will do so. And when I do, I will mention that in the podcast as well. Um, but yes, so that's an interesting their piece of news. But that is pretty much all for our cruise news this week. So uh, without further ado, we will get into that podcast with Di. And as I mentioned, I will link both of those maps in the description below. um, And then also the video just in case it's a little bit hard to follow um, our conversation. So I hope that it's easy. And uh, yeah, we'll just 
get on to it. So today I'm joined by Di, who lives in Germany, um, and you can talk more about how you came to Germany because you're not from Germany originally. Um, and we reached out to you because you have been a tremendous help to our readers on the Water Levels page because we have found a German, I guess it's a news website, that goes through the water levels and, and where they're where they're good and where they're optimal. And you have kind of broken down how to read that for us. And, and we'll get to that in a second. But first, I want to know a little bit about you. And, and I thought it was interesting because when we reached out to you, you said, I'm not a cruiser. I just live on the river. And um, and so so how did you kind of come to this to this site well, and, and learn about the water levels? Well, first of all, um, I come from... I, I grew up near London and I studied uh, German at school and at university in Oxford. And then I came over to marry my husband, who I met on, um, on a stay in Germany. So this is the sort of classical expat kind of thing. And um, we live on the River Main. I've lived here for about, well, quite a long time, really, most of my life since, since marrying my husband after after my studies, and um, I've always been, I've obviously always lived on this place on the mine, but it hadn't really sort of occurred to me that it's quite unique to live on the mine in the middle of an enormous landmass, which is Europe, and I'm not sure that everybody knows, but it's only 25 years ago that the waterway from up from the North Sea to the Black Sea was actually made navigable all the way through. It's called the Rhine Mine Danube Waterway. This waterway is 3,000 kilometers long, and it goes straight through Europe, as it were, from north to south, well, perhaps a bit more northwest to southeast. So it's possible to take a ship um, from Rotterdam or Amsterdam or somewhere like that and go right through to Romania to the the Danube Delta. And originally this uh, waterway was not actually made for cruisers. I mean, it's actually for um, goods, you know, um, what do we call them? You know, ships bringing, bringing stuff in both directions. I mean, that's the whole point of the waterway. And the other interesting thing that, that I think of is that actually you're going, as it were, uphill and downhill again um, on this waterway. The Rhine, you have the Rhine on one end and you have the Danube on the other end. And in the middle, you have kind of mountains that you have to cross and they are crossed by lots of locks. Now, anybody who's been on the, the the long cruise, like the cruise from Amsterdam to Budapest or something, they'll have gone through all these locks. And you're basically walking, uh, you're basically going up to the watershed where, in the middle of Europe, where in one direction it flows down to the North Sea, in the other direction it flows down to the, um, um, what was I saying, the Black Sea. The Black Sea, right? And um, yeah, so uh, that's that's one of the things that I've sort of gradually 
become interested in over the over the years. As I say, 25 years ago was when they they finished the the mine Danube Canal, which joins the mine and the Danube. I'm sure you Britain will know about this, but not everybody else will. Um, you start off, for instance, on some of these 15-day cruises through Europe. They start along, off going down the Rhine, and then they go along the mine for a bit, and then they go along the canal for a bit, and then they end up going down the Danube. And um, over the years, you've heard things about water levels, like too much water and too little water. Obviously, too much water is flooding and too little water is when you have a kind of drought and there isn't enough water in the rivers. And um, in our place, in our place, which is called Polkark, it's on the actual mine, we have occasionally had flooding in our little town, very seldom, but we don't have any problems with low water, le with low water levels because... Um, as I say, we are in this part where there are these locks, and so the river is regulated. Yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so the reason, the reason that I got, I got interested in your um, website was because I started getting interested in cruising and uh, river cruising. And of course, one of the first things you find when you start get Google river cruising, uh, river cruises in Germany, the mine and things. You get hold of your, as your and your father's website. And it's a kind of hobby of mine to start reading these things. And uh, yeah, and you know, I listen to the podcast. It's nice, nice to hear people uh, speaking my mother tongue and all this kind of thing. And um, yeah, I got more and more interested. And then uh, quite recently there were uh, actually, it was last year. Last year, we had that really, really hot um, year. You remember that hot, um, in, at least we did in, in Germany. It was, you know, the, the record heat wave that went on for a long, long time. And um, at the end of it, obviously, uh, some of the rivers got a bit dry. And on your cruising, um, you had this uh, water levels thing. And I started discovering that on the cruise that I'm sort of being interested in going straight through Europe, there had been some problems on the Danube end of it, yes. right? Yes, through them. Uh, well, yeah, and, and as you mentioned, a lot of the parts of the river are regulated by the locks, um, mm -hmm. and that way you can kind of drain and flood as you need to. But but when you go through the parts without, yeah, there you can really run into problems. So people started to get interested in, you know, what, what is the what happens when we have these site um, problems. And so I thought it's a good idea to look, if you could look it up. So that's why I started to find, I looked for this website where I could find out. Um, it's basically official website from the uh, water authorities. And of course, the website's in German, so I try to explain it. Yeah. So if you want to kind of, yeah, I mean, I have it open so we can kind of go through it a little bit and I will link the website in the description there so that um, everyone has access 
to the link and and when you open this page you're kind of looking at a map of germany with a lot of colors on it yes in fact actually today i found a slightly different one okay um, um i could uh yeah how do we do it well and it doesn't actually matter the one we'll keep to the one we had because that's the one i was talking about you have these different colors and um Obviously, you have to find the, the town that you are looking for, or you find the, the area you're looking for, and then you click on thing that you might um, an arrow that might be the talking station or the town you're looking for, and then it will tell you if it's um, now. Let me get this right. If it's, um, I think I have to look at it myself now. Haven't I? That would be better. You hang on a moment. Okay. And I'll fetch it onto my screen. All right, here we are. Yes, that's right. Okay, so I'll now, I'll now carry on because we've got it now and got it now in front of us. So here we've got the, um, I'll, I'll start again, basically. We've now got a map of Germany, which is the, the obviously the blue bit you can see on this, on this map with the surrounding countries. And the little uh, marks are all the places that they are showing you the water levels of. And if you go closely to one, like I'm going to one called Würzburg. Um, so it then says it will give you the diagram. If you want to, you can click on that and it will show you the diagram. Yeah, um, but basically this is just showing you how it's been going this week. So there hasn't been anything sort of really spectacular happening. So, yeah, so when you click on one of those little, either the the yellow, the green, or the red parts, then you see kind of how the water has fluctuated. Yeah. So you can tell if, if it's going up or down. Now, I don't yeah. really understand the color coding. I guess that means that... Like, yes, you see, the, the color coding here, they're saying, you know, that um, red is is dangerous because it's flooding and okay. green is okay, which is why I've now chosen a different one. So could you look up something called, now let me see, how, I'm going to be very clever and get this, get you onto this one. And now, now you see, this is the map. Now, this is what we ought to show our, our visitors, our cruisers. Because okay. this, is the, this is the map of Germany, and it has a sensible coloring system. Uh -huh. Because green means regular. Green means everything is okay. These are the normal, um, the normal levels. Uh -huh. And orange means a bit low. Yep. Right. So if you can see here, um, I don't know if you can see on the right hand side, we've got Dresden, right? Yes. Dresden's on the Elbe. And you can see the first bit of the Elbe going down towards Hamburg mm -hmm. is a bit dry. Yes. And it's also a bit drier a bit later on. But our part, the things that I'm interested in, which is this Rhine stuff, you can see the Rhine is green all the way along. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, one thing you can do, which make it a bit more interesting, 
is to go to one of these go to one of these points. Now, if we've got the point us time, um, you know where the mind sort of goes up and down, sort of. Uh, you know where the the Rhine turns into the mind. We start going across ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And then you you've got some you've got a sort of dip down and something called Würz, Würzburg. Mm-hmm. Can you find it? The what? sort of V going down. Let's see. The only town they've actually got on this map is called is Nuremberg. Okay. And about this, uh, if you go along a bit along from Nuremberg, you will see a V shape to the left of Nuremberg. Uh huh. Can you see that? Yes. And if you go, there's a one, there's a a green button there. And if you press on it, it's called Würzburg. Okay. The little green spot. You have to. There's a finger. There's a hand with a finger or your arrow. Okay. Yes. Um, pointer. Right. You've got yes. Würzburg. Yes. You've got Würzburg. You've got the green pot that says Würzburg, mm-hmm. and it says Würzburg, 150 centimeters. Yes. Can read that, right? Mm-hmm. And nine eight means uh, the ninth of August. Okay. That's today. You know the they they have it the other way around in Germany. Yes, yes. The first it's first the day and then the the, the month, right? And yes. then it says. 1915, which is now here. Yes, yes. And then there's a little diagram with a blue bit and a green bit and a yellow bit. Yes. Now, the yel- the blue bit at the top means too much water, mm-hmm. and the yellow bit at the bottom means too, well, mm-hmm. not too little, but little water, less yes. water. Yes. And there's a black line to show that we're we are sort of at the beginning of the green bit. Yes. Can you see that? Yes. Right. So that's the system, and I think that's easier than the one I originally had. Yeah, and then you also, it looks like on the left here, have the, you know, the charts. So you can look that the Danube has gone up on the left yes. there. The Elva has been going down. and But and... in fact, that yes, that's only for today, so it doesn't tell you all that much. Yes. But oh, one okay. thing you can do is um you see that go to the next one which is us time which is where i live mm-hmm. and if you wait a minute wait a minute if you click on us time it, there's something called details at the bottom okay so i press on details and there's a whole lot of details there if you really want to know mm-hmm You've got the temperature that we've got 29.9 degrees, uh, the temperature of the water. You've got all sorts of things. You can find out when the the highest water level they ever had. Nobody's going to want that. I'm just telling you that it is possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, the pictures at the top, they're always the same. They're not the pictures of the place you're looking at. Mm. But anyway, so let me let me just uh, start again. You will you get hold of Pegel Online, which is from the Wasser- und Schifffahrtsverwaltung, which is the official 
um, the official state uh, water shipping uh, authority, right? Yes. And so we have this thing called Pegel, which I think I said Pegel means water level, mm-hmm. and online means they put it online. So okay. we then we then go to where it says Pegel Uber Karte. Karte means map. Mm-hmm. You remember on the on the home page on the first page. Yes. So we have to go Carter meaning map. Everything else we don't need. So we've got Carter, and then it will. You've got the whole of you've got the whole of Europe, uh, the whole of Germany. You can find your bit of Germany. You can like with a Google map. You can zoom it in and out. If you want to, you can, on the right-hand side, you can write in um, the first little box. You can write in Danube, but it's not necessary. You can even find the place you want. Now, for instance, if we wanted to find out um, Filzhofen, right? That's so funny because that's exactly what I was going to say. Yes, if your cruise maybe (laughs) if your cruise maybe starts and so this is alphabetical. So we go down to Filzhofen, which is right at the back at the end. Have you? Do you know what I'm talking about? That's the little box, the little blue box on the right of this. Yes, yes, I've got. And at the bottom, we've got the. So we've got Filzhofen. So I press Filzhofen. Yeah, so that's and a good that's a good they've tool. They've got a though. map of Filzhofen in case you didn't know where it is. Yeah, um, I'm not sure what help how much help it is. But I think that it's that's a really nice one because you know you know if your cruise starts in Passau, you can just find the city on the list, or if it starts in Nuremberg or 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 in Wilshofen. Um, exactly. You you either find the you either know roughly where the where the city is. Or you know roughly where you are on the on the ship, mm-hmm. um, or where you're thinking of. You know, you think, oh, I think it was sort of halfway along. I think it was quite near Nuremberg. I'm interested in. Or you know the name. So you've got two possibilities. You either look up, you know, on the map, like I say, okay, well here's Nuremberg. So what's the nearest one to Nuremberg? There's Bamberg. Mm-hmm. You see, between Bamberg and the next green dot you will see there aren't any dots this is because this is the actual canal Mm. where it goes to it starts in um, Bamberg and it goes on to Riedenburg and that's the area that is regulated the actual canal is not going to have problems it's the it's the it's the rest of the Danube and it's the it's the Rhine that are going to have problems if they do have I think the Rhine has had problems last year. The Rhine has more, yeah, the Rhine has more problems. Or it had some problems. I I think there was uh, stories of um, ships where people had to uh, swap ships and and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so uh, there's Bamberg and then the next one is Riedenburg and then you go on to Passau, which is Passau is the one before last and Passau, it's at 503 and you can see on the little diagram just next which you're well into the green bit there yeah yeah and this is the the day i mean if somebody was to look on this in january obviously that won't tell them what it's going to be what's going to happen in may sure i mean that that is that is the i mean when i mean the, the we don't want to get people worried sure 
Yeah. Um, we don't want to get worried, but um, because these, these things can, and I do understand the cruise companies who don't sort of panic themselves. They say, wait, wait and see, it might rain. I mean, it might rain. And if it does rain, you suddenly don't have the problems at all. And yeah. no, no point getting people upset in advance. Yes, exactly. And that was, you know, I was going to mention that as well, that you you said, you know, if you check this in January, it doesn't reflect what's going to happen in May. But I think oftentimes, too, you know, you can see these things change overnight. And, and that's why having a tool like this, where it goes, takes it day by day is really helpful. Yes. yes. Um, I mean, this, this is this is like this is like an official official uh, weather report or something these are the official reports that these locks and and uh, whatever they are ports have to send in every day and we can rely on them because this is really the official thing and and as i say forget about the original one i mean okay it's on the it's on the website now but this is i think this one is actually a bit easier to understand i i, I agree actually but thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. And, and please keep up your commentary. It's so valued. Right. Well, thanks. So thanks for talking to me. That was fun. Thank, okay, then. Thank you. Thank you.